Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Empty Reviews, a little sideshow I do where I talk about the things that I've been watching and listening to recently. For this episode, I'm going to be talking about episode 7 of season 1 of Watchmen on HBO, titled An Almost Religious Awe. Um, and here's what the description of the episode says. It says, Under Lady True's care, Angela undergoes an unconventional treatment. Lori chases down a lead. The smartest man in the world delivers a stunning defense of his past actions. Uh, and just to warn everybody, this is going to be a spoiler review because who the fuck would do a non-spoiler review of a TV episode? But uh, what did I think about it? I found it great. I mean, a lot of people don't really like how... Oh, fuck. Sorry, guys. I mean, that sound is just super annoying. And hopefully it goes away, but I'm too lazy to go shut that down. So... Let me just continue. So, you know, I'm seeing a lot of reactions to this episode, mostly positive, like overwhelmingly positive. Everybody's like, oh, my God, this episode blew my fucking mind. This shit is crazy. Oh, my God, I can't believe this. But I did hear a couple or really just one complaint on it that was kind of like, man, this episode is just getting too crazy. Like, there's people complaining about how weird it is. And I still don't understand, like, that's a complaint this show's been getting from episode one. Everybody keeps saying, or a lot of people, some people keep saying, this show's just too weird, it doesn't make sense, how's it all gonna connect? And as I've said in past reviews of this show, it definitely is gonna connect. You don't have to worry about it. All you can do is maybe theorize, what does this mean, right? But... In, in you know in reality it's not gonna not connect especially if you've seen the leftovers you know what I mean like the past three seasons the the past three seasons of the leftovers should tell you that this is gonna connect that this is all gonna work out but regardless so what do I think of this episode I really really liked it answers a lot of questions it gives some fucking stunning revelations you know a lot of people are saying you blew my mind oh my god it blew my mind I don't know if it blew my mind but there are some pretty big revelations, and a lot of the moments where like we're supposed to get answers are pretty interesting. I enjoyed us going back to Angela's childhood to look at exactly what the hell is going on with Angela. Um, you know, I could do a, a recap of the episode, but I don't feel like doing all that. Uh, here's what I'll say. The Cal being uh, Dr. Manhattan theory, I gotta rewatch a scene where... Because I remember Angela and Cal talking about, oh, I could be Manhattan. Or like, could Dr. Manhattan be human? And now that, you know, with the revelation of that Cal is Dr. Manhattan, now I got to, like, see exactly what the hell is going on. What, like, I want to see exactly what, uh, what was happening there. Well, I guess, you know, that Cal, from what I got from this episode, and again, next episode is going to have all the answers, obviously. Um, but from what I got from this episode is that Cal himself didn't know that he was Dr. Manhattan. There was like something impeding him from knowing that. Um, but yeah, I, I was going to say about that reveal. I don't think I was like that shocked about it, honestly. I don't think because, yeah, I think they did hint at it. That was like episode one where like L Lindelof raises questions of like, is Cal Dr. Manhattan? Is, is Will Dr. Manhattan? Is Hooded Justice Dr. Manhattan? Like there's a lot of like... Who is Dr. Manhattan mysteries? Like, people implying that he's a human. Like, that idea has been brought forth since the first episode. So, I don't think it's a shock that Dr. Manhattan is, you know, here uh, on Earth. Or at least in that Earth and watch in this show's Earth. Um, that wasn't too shocking, but it was interesting to see how, you know, that's all going to work out. Especially with Angela telling 
Dr. Manhattan, like, uh, we're fucked or something like that, because I guess they're onto them, but I don't know exactly what... Oh, well, I guess Angel is saying that, because um, the 7th Cavalry is planning on killing Dr. Manhattan and creating their own, which is interesting. Yeah, oh, that was the other thing we found out. We find out the true plan of Dr. Manhattan and uh, at least one of the plans from Lady True. Lady True pretty much just says, hey, Will, join me to... You know, uh, Will came to me to ask for resources to stop the 7th Cavalry from becoming gods and becoming into Dr. Manhattan. And man, that moment, that was such a badass line or such a badass way of telling the audience what what the 7th Cavalry's plan is. When he tells um, Lori, oh, thank Jesus. When he tells Lori, he's like, hey, it's so hard to be a white man in America, which again, obviously they're white supremacists, that's how they feel. Uh, but then they're like, so why not try being a blue one? And I'm like, whoa, they, they're trying to become Dr. My Hand. This is so crazy. That's how I felt in the moment in my head. They didn't actually yell. But yeah, I think this episode did a good job of mixing the overall plot and continuing the fucking mysteries. But doing a little bit of uh, um, introspection and character building, right? With Angela, like we learned a lot about her. We learned how her parents died. We learned how she was really the only black girl in Vietnam. We uh, learned how the grandma came back and then died before they could leave. That was sad. What the fuck happened after that? Um, Yeah. And I mean, even more than just her childhood, we learned that somehow Angela's with Dr. Manhattan. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. And I think, you know what? That actually kind of tracks, if you think about it, with the rivalry of Lori and Angela. And that's going to be interesting to see how uh, Lori reacts to finding out that Angela is dating Dr. Manhattan. That's going to be super interesting. All that Dr. Manhattan shit is interesting because he's such a big wrinkle in this fucking show that just having him on the show in general is just crazy. Um, There's a lot of moments that, you know, like I said, I was listening to a recap by Bald Move. Um... uh, Jim and Aaron, I think Jim was complaining like the show, the episode was too cute. Um, and I agree, I think it was so cute, but it didn't really bother me at all. It seemed like, to him, it was bothering him, because it was, like, playing on his expectations and fucking with him personally. At least that's how he felt. But I didn't. I enjoyed it. Like, specifically, let's say when Ozymandias, right? Um, uh, what the, what the fuck is his real name? No, no, Ozymandias, Adrian Veidt. Yes, when Adrian Veidt is supposed to defend himself in court, and he stands up and just farts. Like, when he does that, is that I rest my case? That's hilarious. I think, and that's fucking with people who want to know answers. And I love that. I love that Lindelof is willing to fuck with the watchers that bad. You know, as long as the end is satisfying. You know what I mean? Like, it all depends on how satisfying the end is. But for now, it seems like he's just having fun. It's like, ah, yeah, I want answers. I'm not going to give it to you. The perfect example of that, too, is when Angel is like, yo, Lady True, what the fuck does that clock do? Right? I didn't mean to rhyme. That was just how nice I am at this rap shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> but, <coughs> Jesus. Um, but when Angela asks Lady True, like, hey, Lady True, what the fuck does that clock do? And she's like, no. Or she don't. Angela's like, are you going to tell me what the clock does? She's like, nope. I'm not telling you. That's like so directly speaking to the audience, like, nope, not yet. Not until next episode is the most fucking meta shit possible. And again, it's fucking with the audience, and I don't really mind that at all. I think it's fun. Again, as long as it delivers. But for now, it is delivering, so I have no qualms 
with this episode at all. I didn't. It's not my favorite so far. I liked um, four and five better. Wait, what's four? Yeah, four is the Looking Glass one. That was my favorite one by far. That's my favorite episode of the season so far. Then five. I don't know. This wasn't a top episode for me, although it did have some pretty big revelations. Still wasn't like, oh my god, like face melting, brain melting shit. I don't know why, but I still appreciate everything that it did. And you know, Craig Mazin, the showrunner for uh, Chernobyl, uh, that the limited series that came out earlier this year, and the guy who interviews Damon Lindelof in their in the official Watchmen podcast. He said that if you thought this episode was going to blow your mind, this ain't nothing. Next episode is when everything's going to blow your mind. Which makes sense, because in typical um, Leftovers fashion, the big reveals come the episode before the last. And then the last one is like the aftermaths of it and how... And continuing on a little bit more of that climax, but then starting to slow down to a satisfying end. And I mean, it makes sense that the climax is Dr. Manhattan. He's the biggest character of the Watchmen property, of the Watchmen IP. So it makes sense that, that he, his episode, you know, I'm, I'm just assuming, right? At this point, I'm just presuming that next episode is going to be a uh, Dr. Manhattan uh, episode, which, oh my God, it makes so much fucking sense if you compare it to The Leftovers, especially The Leftovers Season 2. I don't want to spoil it, but there's a moment. Uh, the episode before the last of The Leftovers Season 2 is a very crucial episode where a major character comes back. Like the episode before, we find out this episode, this character is behind a lot of shit. So then the next episode, so the episode before the last, she, uh, she or he, I'm not going to say exactly what, comes into the fold and we reveal everything that's been happening with this central character to everything happening in the show. This is exactly what the fuck you just did with this season, you know? And look, I think I'm a little bit disconnected from... This show, you know, as much as I, I think is either this or Mr. Robot are the best shows of the year by far. Um, maybe Chernobyl in there, but I didn't love it too much. But if you're talking about like how well made it's how good it it, it it is, like how well made it is, then yeah. Okay, you can make that argument. But what I'm trying to say is that, you know, I'm not connect. I didn't read the the Watchmen comic, the, the graphic novels. I didn't see the movie. I came into this brand new and I am getting pretty much everything, especially cause I'm a recap junkie. I, I listen to all the recap shit. I want to hear people talk about the episode and learn certain things that I haven't learned before. So, you know, I'm, it's not like I don't get it. It's just, I don't have that connection that if I did, I probably would like the show way more. Like if I were to watch, if I would have read the graphic novel and watch a movie and watch the leftovers, I think this will be like a great, you know, Venn diagram of all that shit. And I will love it much more right now. You know, I just know it's one of the best well-made episodes and you know what? Maybe this show so fucking good that I kind of took for granted how good this episode is. You know what I mean? With how fucking amazing episodes four and five were, or I keep saying four or five, I guess five and six. That's what I mean. Episode five and six, four and five, no five and six with how great five and six were. I think that's why I'm taking for granted how good this episode is. Um, but at least until at least in terms of how much I loved it, but I did. I, I loved this episode. I don't think I have much else to talk about. I think that's all that I really want to discuss. If I'm being honest, um, I'm trying to think. Um, let me see. What am I trying to think of? I'm trying to think of uh, what else could I talk about? I mean, I talked about the far. Oh well, Lori getting captured by the the wife of Judd. 
that was a pretty big theory. Like the wife of Judd is a big, and I think that's the thing. I feel like a lot of the twists, I don't think they're meant to be as big of a twist as they are, because they're pretend. To me, they feel like they're being presented in such a like nonchalant manner that I don't feel like they're really supposed to be that like, um, you know, um, how do you say it? Like groundbreaking. You know what I mean? That's why I believe next episode is going to be truly big answers. Um, but, you know, it's whatever. Uh, yeah, that's really it. That's really it. That That's really everything that I had to talk about for this episode. Hold on. Before I leave, actually, let me think of just to make sure some other things that I could talk about. Um, let's see. Uh, I don't know. Um, you know, we find out young Angela, uh, what her life was like a little bit in Vietnam. I already talked about that. Dr. Manhattan, the big reveal at the end. Um, uh, no, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this empty review. Um, next week, that's when the next episode comes out, obviously. So expect to see a review around that time next week. You know, can't be too sure. These empty reviews aren't as, let's say, consistent as they should be. But, you know, I try my best. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll catch you guys in the next one.